Hello, listeners, and welcome back to TSR. We're doing something a little different this week, and for the next few weeks, uh, we'll be doing some little mini-episodes where we'll be catching up on stuff out of Star Wars Celebration, as well as talking about our subject today, Avengers Endgame. Although this will probably not be a (laughs) mini-podcast. I only have time for a (laughs) mini-podcast. Okay, then it will be a mini-podcast. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Brian. We have a guest today. We do have a guest today. Allie, welcome. Hi. We're here to talk about Avengers Endgame. Uh, Before we start, should we apologize to people for not having uh, podcasted recently? Yes, we're sorry. (laughs) We went to to Star Wars Celebration. Brian got the flu. I got a cold. Also, uh, I'm also pregnant, so I'm really tired all the time. Then you caught the pregnant. I caught the pregnant. (laughs) Well, that was before Celebration, technically. So if you're wondering why we went to bed early every night, there you go. Yes. Yay. That seems reasonable. It is. And let's talk about other people who had kids like Tony Stark. (laughs) See, that's a segue. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of rough there. (laughs) Listen, we'd we'd make do with what we have. So Endgame, this is what, 22nd? Marvel movie? Isn't it 21st and 22nd is Spider-Man Far From Home? It's a lot of movies. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of movies. Um, And uh, it was basically wrapping up all of this phases of Marvel movies. And I think it succeeded. Brian, do you think it succeeded? I think for the most part it did pretty well and succeeded at uh, largely what it needed to do. Allie? Yeah, yeah. I actually, like... Uh, so I'm assuming spoilers are yes. fair game from the bit. If you very have beginning. not watched Endgame, go away now and then come back later. <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh, time travel is a hot button for me, and I tend to get really annoyed at wonky time travel, which there's a lot of it in this. <laughs> um, but I don't mind it here. So, so yeah, like the thing that would have annoyed the hell out of me didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of good pieces have been written about this movie, and the one, uh, Chuck Wendig had a really good piece on his blog about all the different characters, and basically, his, you know, concluding that Steve and Tony were the most important characters of the movie, and so therefore that's what it focuses on, because they're the biggest ones of all these phases, and so it should have just focused on them, and I tend to agree with that. There, there were, you know, I have some issues with some of the other characters, but I think they basically did a good job with well also they're the two that were really getting written out at this point yes so we knew that so yeah (laughs) i mean for anyone who didn't expect it to focus on tony and steve i would say what were you watching plus yeah after especially after civil war (laughs) yeah yeah so um should we do bad things first so then we can talk about all the things we liked yeah let's get the bad things out of the way okay um thor (laughs) (sighs) there was a really thoughtful arc in there yeah undermined by totally unnecessary fat jokes well and so like the thing with a lot of the fat jokes is like rocket making fat jokes i get that's the character i don't expect the rocket's an asshole yeah i don't expect the character to change roadie making a fat joke 40 minutes till the end of the movie right roadie's was i was like what like, so, uh, yeah, I have very mixed feelings about it. Cause like, 
Like when it's a character appropriate thing, I'm like, okay, fine. But when it's not, I'm just like, why? Plus, I think it's. <laughs> I think it is a good arc. Like, I think you take those jokes out, and it's a it's a thoughtful arc, and it makes sense for Thor and Chris Hemsworth plays him extremely well so oh my gosh. you can't well, like you can't help but buy it and here's the supremely annoying thing you take the jokes out and the arc is still effective right and there's uh-huh. still levity in there which the writers were going for yeah yeah and i think that's why they put so many jokes in cuz i mean like this movie was very funny mm-hmm. which yeah. was not what i was expecting mm-hmm. so i think they got a little bit too wrapped up in like well what else is funny yeah. And, you know, they really missed the mark. Yeah, I mean, like, compare it to Thor in Infinity War, where he, again, is going through a lot of problems because, you know, he's yes. suffered from loss of everything Everyone. he knows <laughs> and is now, like, just trying to get this hammer. And he has really emotional scenes, but he's also says really funny lines, like, it's like, you know that will kill you, boy. And he goes, only if I die. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's funny. Like, you don't need to write pointed jokes to make Chris Hemsworth funny. He, oh, yeah. Like, if you saw Ghostbusters, the point when the phone rings, and he's like, they're like, are you going to get the phone? He's like, oh, no, it's in the fish tank. Like, that's not <laughs> in itself a funny line, but the way he says it is just... It's like they didn't trust him to use his acting chops to deliver levity that they were going for. Yeah, and they also, like, lingered a lot on his belly, which was completely unnecessary. Like, and I, like, I get the initial reaction. Like, I get him turning around and you seeing his gut and going, like, whoa. And some people's reactions are going to be laughter. Right. Either because they're assholes or just because that's what people do when they're uncomfortable. (laughs) And also it is surprising. So I can understand the initial reaction, but it's also something that you should be like, oh, this is really serious. Like this Thor is not in a great place right now. Right. Well, and and it's it's physically showing that he's not in a great place, Mm -hmm. uh, which is good storytelling. Um, particularly because there's a lot of people who don't really understand what mental health is and that, that weight gain can be a symptom of it. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's showing it. Yeah. And like, he, like, I, like the weight gain itself, like, I think could have been fine if they just didn't make jokes about it, Yeah, you know, and that, and like the first time we saw it. There was a lot of laughter to the point where I was uncomfortable with how much people were laughing about it. The second time we saw it was um, on a Sunday afternoon, like Sunday Mm -hmm. afternoon. There was a lot less laughter at those parts. And the arc seemed a lot better to me then because of the audience seemed to be taking it more seriously. (laughs) And there were like, you know, people did laugh at a few lines, but like it was... There was a lot less than, like, in the first showing, like, you would just see Thor and people would laugh. And, like, when there was nothing to laugh about. And I was just like, ugh, can we not? Yeah, I'm glad that I didn't have that experience. Yeah. I'm also glad that they they did not, like, have Thor magically become thin or buff (laughs) before the final battle. And, like, that was just, yeah, that would have been bad. So, yeah. 
No, I think I'm, we're all in agreement. I'm into I'm into my slubby schlubby superheroes doing things despite their schlub. Give me more Peter B. Parker in Into the <laughs> Spider Verse. That's all I want. <laughs> um, so Thor broke janky hobo Spider Man. Yes, he's so good. So Thor probably. My biggest issue with the movie. My second biggest issue with the movie is the refrigerator that is Vormir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, God, I didn't like it in Infinity War, and I still didn't like it here. See, Infinity War, I actually like, not that I don't understand where people are coming from, but story-wise, I can understand it a lot more. Like, I think it's a much more dramatic scene and, like, it makes me cry all the time. And, yeah, I hate that Gamora died. But um, I feel like like it, it never it never got to me like, oh, she, it was just fridge for plot reasons. Like, that one is, like, seems to be – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I, so I actually – I prefer this one because – Because she made a choice. Natasha makes yeah. a choice. And also, Natasha and Clint – fight each other and it's the best <laughs> fight in the entire film. It like, is. And, it's, and the reason why it's the best fight in the film is because it is emotionally charged because the two of them are just trying desperately to die for the other one. Yeah. And I am here for that. Uh, so, and, and I really like that she got to have the choice and, yes. and finally like, it's because she bested him that she got to die. Um, and so I'm kind of <laughs> like, win. I'm kind of like, yay, what? Um, <laughs> I yeah, it's but I my problem is with the soul stone, yeah. just how it works. It's dumb, mm-hmm. right? Because what if you go there by yourself? Like, do you just promise you and just like okay, throw well, throw yourself in, and then you don't get to soul stone because like, you're dead. Okay, well, um, you can kill so and so, and just give me the soul stone now. Like, like yeah, it, just, it makes no sense. Yeah, well, I mean, it annoys me first because like. And if you come with someone you hate, <laughs> <laughs> we I'm getting rid of my hate. Um, like I just it bothers me because what Thanos felt for Gamora, mm-hmm. I cannot say is love. Like he's just way too abusive to her for me to be comfortable with using that term. See, I like that because abusers think they love people. Well, yes, but then I like I feel like it should be like, hey. You don't actually love her, <laughs> like proving it. Well, and I also wish that there had been some sort of like loophole with it, where like, okay, Clint and Natasha are willing to die for each other to get this, so and then they it cancels it out, and right, you get exactly. the soul stone. Like that would have been a really good twist. Well, or just the fact that you sacrificed yourself. Yeah. Like, okay, you sacrificed yourself. You willingly threw yourself in. Therefore, guess what? Reward. Yeah. I. Yeah. Tangentially related, but what happened when Steve showed up there and saw Red Skull? <laughs> I've read a lot of like fan talk about it, and uh, like it's all hilarious. Um, so Red Skull has eternal damnation. <laughs> well, there was a whole joke about like you know they did the the son of Edith, you know, daughter of so and so, and and someone said that Red Skull says Steve, son of a bitch. <laughs> That's like a searcher. Yes. Thor, son of Odin. Searcher, son, son of a bitch. bitch. You're still alive. 
But um, uh, one of the best fan, like, headcanon kind of things that I read was that um, when Steve returns the Soul Stone, because what happens when you return the Soul Stone? And, and saying, perhaps he could get Natasha back? I was yeah. like, yes, please! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just, it, it seemed... And also, like, out of universe, like, the fact that they're working on a Black Widow movie, I have absolutely right. no interest in it, like, now. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about the background of this character who has now died. Like, it's, I don't see the point in in spending a movie slot on this when you could be going forward. I mean, they can 100% get me if they do, like, a Natasha and Bucky thing. They can, I'll, I'll yes. be here for that. <laughs> but I don't know how they can if they if if it's set before Avengers yeah. and it's her backstory yeah. then yeah but yeah it just whatever I just the thing is she is the first female Avenger she was the only woman in the original team mm-hmm. and losing her right before the big final Avengers assemble battle yes. was not cool and that moment with the a-force which i didn't know was a thing until brian told me <laughs> i was like that was cool when all the women got together he's like yeah a-force i'm like oh it's a thing cool i learned so much about comics <laughs> uh was just like i was it was awesome and then i was also like oh she should be there yes. <laughs> leading it, them. it was awesome to get pandered to but you also saw the cynicism yes, in it that, yes. like yeah hey uh don't feel bad about us killing natasha because look at all the women we have now still a fraction of the men but look yay i mean i was very excited about that i'm, I was, not, I was I'm not gonna super, lie no i especially in the pander moment. to me give me a movie <laughs> of that I mean, that's what I want is a movie of that. That's on my wish list of, yes. of things that I want them to, to mm-hmm. film. Um, anything else negative? Please? I really wish Nebula had more of a role in killing Thanos. Mm. So, like, Nebula... I, I get why ultimately she wasn't the one to kill Thanos, but I wish she could have gotten a shot or two in yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay with it. I do... I do like what they gave us i think what they gave us was more than i was expecting because they've really sort of dropped the ball on nebula and gamora's relationship (laughs) yes like like in guardians of the galaxy i was kind of like okay whatever this is dumb and then guardians of the galaxy 2 i'm like yes this is more of what i want but do more of it and then you know we didn't get a lot in infinity war so i was glad we got some sort of payoff and them working together yeah to take down and i really like the symbolism of her killing her past self yes (laughs) and that is one of those things that like is the time travel that i'm like what uh but i super love the the thematic resonance of her killing herself like Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's fine like it doesn't make sense time travel wise and i have 100 have someone explain time travel to me in a way that they were like this is why it makes sense. And I was like, that's nice. It doesn't really. So that's fine. <laughs> Would you like to give your time shower rant now? I absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like, basically, they totally broke the timeline. Mm-hmm. And and I, I love it, actually, <laughs> which is a thing that is weird for me to say 
Uh, the whole time in the movie, I'm like, oh, Allie's going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would expect me to hate it, really. Um, but I just love that they completely broke the timeline unrepentantly. And I kind of don't trust them to follow through on the consequences of the mm-hmm. breaking the timeline so severely. But I'm also kind of okay with them not doing that because I don't expect that from them. It's kind of fascinating how they got it to work, for me at least, by just lampshading back to the future as bullshit. That was the best line! <laughs> but it's even not that back to the future. I mean, like, back to the future is bullshit, like, but it's not just that back to the future is bullshit. Terminator, hot tub time machine. <laughs> die hard. No, not die hard. Well, like, this is one of the things, is uh, the way... They talk about it in the film. They talk about it like they're jumping alternate timelines, that they're going to cause alternate timelines to yes. break off from the main the main universe. And that's fine. And like, that's totally how they've broken the universe. They, I can't imagine how they are possibly living in the prime timeline anymore. Um, they've just done too much. So I did read, like, there was some article that came out yesterday about um, the Russos talking, and I'm kind of not trusting things that they say anymore. I'm kind um, of over them explaining everything. Yeah, it's like, me put it, too. Put That's it in why. the movie. <laughs> but they kind of indicate that Steve went to an alternate timeline and then came back to this timeline. And I'm like, how? <laughs> because they're very specific about their traveling through time, not yeah. through alternate realities. Yeah. And it, like alternate timelines are basically the multiverse theory. So I'm totally fine with that happening. But you can't tell me that they have this whole discussion and Tony Stark never once mentions multiverse theory. (laughs) Like he mentions everything he knows. And I don't believe that he doesn't know that. Yes. So like that's, that's kind of my, my little rant about it. But I do love that there's three major things that they totally break uh, that I like, I'm sure some of it will get confirmed and some won't. Uh, but one is uh, Steve's presence in the timeline at all uh, g- coming back through the uh, however many years just because um, I don't buy that Steve Rogers didn't do stuff. <laughs> and and maybe that's me being like too, uh, too hard on their storytelling, but I'm just, it doesn't fit with the character to me for him to let Bucky stay the Winter Soldier all that time yeah. or to not tell S.H.I.E.L.D. about Hydra or uh, any number of things. And so it breaks a whole bunch of other things, too. Like, I don't understand how Agent Carter series could happen if Steve is there, you know, possibly. I like the theory that he came back after Yeah, that. I had wondered if, if that was possible. I don't remember the second season enough to know exactly mm. what time period, like what year it's set. I think I saw someone pot or post that it does work okay that that makes me feel a little bit better but just because i do like that series. yeah <laughs> but um i like to think that she had her fling with daniel souza it ended amicably and then steve came back because <laughs> i like daniel souza a lot I'm, <laughs> I do too. I'm down with this interpretation um but so i, I just can't um, envision him not interfering yeah. Uh, I even do like to tell somebody else. I do like the idea that it that they basically reversed, and it was Tony who sacrificed himself, and Steve that yes. decided to live life. Yep, I do too. Um, um, so the second thing that is a totally breaking the timeline is Loki gets away in Avengers, <laughs> and like yes. so 
So what happens in Dark well, World in Thor Ragnarok? Well, guess what? We have a TV show. I know explore that. How I'm, how convenient Disney Plus. Right. <laughs> but it does make me wonder about the events of those films. Yeah. It, you know, do they just catch Loki at another time? That's a, that's a feasible way to to fix the, yeah. the timeline. That was the whole thing I was thinking of throughout the whole movie was. Wait, where'd Loki go? Right. Where'd Loki... I was expecting him to, like, show up later. So I was thinking that so hard that I wasn't uh, convinced that Frigga was Frigga. (laughs) I was like, like, is that Loki? That was such a sweet scene. It was such a sweet scene. So I felt bad thinking that the entire time. (laughs) But I couldn't couldn't not think that after after that. Uh, Just knowing that character. Um, but then the third thing is that in twenty four the twenty fourteen version of Thanos and all of his hordes mm-hmm. were killed in twenty nineteen. Um, so that takes them out of the timeline. And yes, I know people telling me, well, it's an alternate timeline, timeline that they were pulled from. I still don't <laughs> think that makes sense. Because um, you can't go back in time and kill baby Thanos. Well, well the. <laughs> The real I love thing, that discussion. Yeah, I know. That's a great discussion, too. Uh, but the real thing is that means that time travel has zero consequences, except mm-hmm. it creates f- these fragmented timelines that have no consequences. Well, so, like, who cares that there's fragmented timelines? The, uh, the what's her name? Tilda Swinton. The, the ancient, ancient one. one. <laughs> Seem to indicate that's exactly how yes, this works. Exactly. So we just know that there's more timelines now. Maybe so, this is just setting up multiverse movies. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but my thing is, well, if we have no consequences of time of timeline, like why return any of the stones at that point? Um and also like why not go back and go get Vision in Quicksilver? Yeah, <laughs> like let's like, go grab Natasha. Like just go get them from another one, and then they'll just be more timelines. And you're like, who cares at this point? There's no consequences. That's yeah. my problem with it. Is like if we go by their definition that the changing the past does not change the future. And like I, I understand that's what they said in the film. But if we go by that, <laughs> they just want you to take that and go exactly. With it. And I just can't. <laughs> I've consumed way too much time travel media and thought about it way too much to be able to just be like, oh, okay, well, that's just the way it works. See, that's what I just do. I start thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, nope, let's not. <laughs> Especially when I start thinking about Sharon Carter, and then I'm like, nope, you're done. Yeah, not thinking about this anymore. Don't think about Sharon Carter. It's just better that way. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so. Did she ever? I hope she never met her Uncle Steve because that's just creepy. Right? Yeah. That's not. Yeah. It's okay. I just, I forget that it happened. Yeah. Like, honestly, (laughs) I forget that it happened. But, like, even with all of the, like, stuff with time travel that doesn't make sense, like, it was still super enjoyable to watch. Yes. Like... I love when, like, Scott's just like, time heist. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to enjoy what's ever happening now. This is good. The other thing is the way in which they broke the time stream, um, I am totally fine with because it opens it up to everything. Yeah. So if... if I think that was kind of the goal more than anything else. Well, I mean, it is a gift. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like... We can do whatever the fuck we want now. You want to... You're stucky. You are stony. 
go ahead. That all exists now. <laughs> like whatever you want and you can stick it in the same Avengers universe with all of the other stuff happening yeah. around it. And that seems fine. Plus, I really liked just the whole conceit of revisiting these movies oh, yes, because it's like, I mean, the whole idea is we are, you know, ending this phase three and, right. and wrapping up these 20 plus movies. It's the whole idea of like when I s saw the Rise of Skywalker trailer and realized, holy crap, that's the Death Star. <laughs> it's like, yes. it's like coming back to and i know a lot of people are going to roll their eyes about it but i think it's different because it's not like oh they're building another death star like no right. that's the that is it's the original <laughs> yes yeah so like going back and showing like like the first thing you see in like new york is that iconic circle shot right yes exactly and it's like okay we know where we are we were comfortable with this and then it did a Thor movie, which no one cares about, <laughs> they, but made I, it better. <laughs> I likened them putting in, like, making Dark World so important as to, like, coming back in uh, Half-Blood Prince suddenly yes. makes Chamber of Secrets really yes. important. I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. I love how, like, Thor gives this explanation, though, so you don't have to have yes, seen it. exactly. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, which is, like, you know, another branch of the MCU. So it was, like, you, you're representing, like, all of those little right. areas. Um, and it was, like, oh, trip down memory lane. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just, I appreciated it also as just having a, that moment of cycling back. It's sort of like the concept of the clip show without it yes. being so obnoxious. Yes. And we got great lines like, that is America's ass. Uh, that scene is also <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I love everything about it. Also, Bucky's alive. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Steve, how can you do that to yourself? He's got desperate. He's <sighs> desperate. That was desperation. I like to think that he didn't remember it though. Like something, whatever he did with the with the with the scepter made him forget. No, it's an alternate timeline, and he went after him immediately. Let's like write I that am fanfic. right there for it. Write the fanfic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was all. That was all super cool. Is like seeing seeing all that again, and like <laughs> Hulk going, "Ugh, so many stairs." <laughs> maybe, maybe smash a little. <laughs> also, by the way, like, what did you think about Bruce in this movie? Profe I, loved I loved him. Professor Hulk. What the hell? <laughs> he did not like Professor Hulk. Apparently not. Thanks, auto playing Twitter video. Oh. It was, it was, uh, I thought it was funny, <laughs> but also I thought it was a very, it was a good, uh, resolution for Bruce. The, the one thing was I missed that we didn't get to see any of it. Yeah. Just because where we left off, there was so much division mm -hmm. between the two halves. Right. And, you know, he gives a little explanation for, for, you know, why, but like, it's, it's one of those things that I'm like, yeah. would it would have been better to see it? You know, mm, I, yeah. like maybe it would have been boring. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I just love Mark Ruffalo so much that like, mm -hmm. I love <laughs> seeing him be Hulk, but also Bruce at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I think it's, well, and like, 
it's one of the things that serves as like all of these characters are in very different places now. Yes. So, you know, that's the most different place you can be mm-hmm. with with Hulk and Bruce. Yep. Um, so uh, another character died who's pretty important. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> I, I don't care go, about him. I was about to go, who died? I don't no, care about him. <laughs> I, am, I am legitimately shocked that they had the guts to kill Tony, but not Steve. Yeah. I thought if one went, both would go. I, well, actually, I thought Steve was going to go. I thought Steve was definitely going to go. Oh, no. I I was convinced Steve was definitely dead. Yeah. But I didn't, like, I was. I thought if one was going to die, it was going to be Steve. It seemed obvious that they were going to kill Tony about midway through or so. I mean, you introduced his daughter. Yeah, I know. Exactly right. (laughs) That's what we call retirement. Who is freaking adorable. (laughs) And then he does the whole thing like, you know. I have bring back who we lost, yes, but I have to keep what we have and try not to die in the meantime. And I'm like, well, yeah. it's like, well, that's foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I I am not a huge fan of Tony just because I'm tired of these uh, archetype of the arrogant asshole scientist. Yep, but I was surprisingly emotional about Tony dying. Um, yep. I think it ended his arc really well. Um, and, and I appreciated it. I still am kind of like, why is Tony the one doing that? But sure, whatever. Um, (laughs) I, my, my whole thing though is like, Star-Lord is half celestial. Like, mm-hmm. why weren't they chucking him at the globe? <laughs> I because mean, I, he messed up the first time. I was going to say, I they do understand him. not trusting him. But, like, if you <laughs> give him really explicit instructions, <laughs> like, like, maybe he could have handled it. Maybe. He, he was down with a pretty serious injury, unfortunately. What? Getting gamora Oh, <laughs> yes, right. He got knee in the gu- knee in the crotch. <laughs> I, well, that's why I said chuck him at the glove. Like, <laughs> Carol could have come over and just picked him up and just thrown him at the glove. Can we talk about how that was the best game of keep away ever? Yes, it really was. I loved it. It was like okay, first we got. Um, Clint had it, which was the dumbest idea. Right? Like, I'm really glad T'Challa was like, no, give that to me. (laughs) Every time they let baseline humans do things, I'm like, you guys, (laughs) you got people with superpowers. So then he's like, all right, I got it. And then Spider-Man's like, all right, I got it. I can can sling and web. I'm like, all right, cool. And then he's like, ah, and then Valkyrie comes on a freaking horse. But not before Hey Queen's catch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was good. Hey Queen's catch. Was like, I I lost it a little. Um, I, I lost al- it a lot, okay? Like- I also lost it at, <laughs> hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of feelings about I- Spider-Man. <laughs> I have a lot <laughs> of feelings Peter about... Parker. I have a lot of feelings about Carol Danvers, that haircut and that power suit. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I understand. Love if she's straight, I will eat my hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. But yeah, the whole, like... Tony's arc ending with Tony's arc beginning and ending with him saying I am Iron Man. Yep. Is, like I I knew that was exactly what he was going to say. Like yeah. I'm like Thanos goes I am inevitable and I'm like I'm like whispering to myself I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man and then he says it and I was like, "Yep, there you go." Oh, damn it, you're dead now. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get really emotional about that happening until Pepper came Ugh. over. Pepper was the worst. It was so sad. 
she was doing the thing that gets me all the time and it's when the partner acts all stoic and is like you can we'll be okay you can rest now and i'm like yeah why 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 and then can we talk about how john fucking favreau (laughs) yes was the thing that made me cry the hardest Mm -hmm. right oh my god that was so sad I'll buy you, I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want. I was like, why am I crying about cheeseburgers? Uh, I know. Uh, so sad. Yeah, that one, that one's really rough. Um, uh. Yeah. I, I, but I, I didn't really cry at that, the first viewing, but the, the very last scene, I bawled my baby eyes out <laughs> because I knew as soon as, as soon as, he well, as soon as he was going back in time, I was like, Steve's gonna stay back there. He's yep. gonna stay back there. Oh man. And I wasn't yep. expecting like I was just expecting him to not like show up at all. And then we got that really nice scene with him and Sam, which by the way, thank God Sam's cap. I love that Sam's cap. I'm really cap. glad about that. I, I'm very happy that Sam's cap. Uh, I'm still here for Bucky Cap. <laughs> Just but you're you're only but, upset because but, Peter but, can't say Bucky. That Cap. is exactly why I'm sad about it. <laughs> but the other thing is, I saw this comic about about like what this the Falcon and Winter Soldier show will be uh, about. I can't and wait. I can't wait. But the comic is the two of them like like uh, Bucky comes in and goes Fury called. They need Captain America, and Sam's like, "Can't you be Captain America?" He's like, "It's your turn." <laughs> I love that. I love the idea of them sharing the mantle and just like hating sharing the mantle. (laughs) I just, just from an out of universe perspective, I freaking love that a black man is going to be Captain America. And I'm very glad that it's going to piss off all the right people. And I'm here for it. Well, I'm just, I mean, Sam is amazing. I'm here for it anyway, Mm -hmm. but that also is going to be great. Always, always here to piss off bigots. But (laughs) also very glad that Sam gets to be cap but yeah the 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 last and then when when you see saw steve's wedding ring i'm like oh it's peggy and they're gonna and then as soon as you see the 40s cars i was like like, they're gonna be dancing and i'm gonna gonna lose it and they were dancing (laughs) and they were dancing to it's been a long long time which if you listen to the lyrics yeah (sighs) that is an example of how you can give an audience the beat they want and expect and it works and it's good and you don't have to subvert the audience expectation every single time this movie was very predictable in that like I mean a lot of people expected Steve to die but I think another thing people were sort of thinking was Steve needs to get his dance with Peggy and yeah. it was so like like I said I I knew Steve was going to say I I knew Tony was going to say I am I I am Iron Man I was expecting mm-hmm. it but it was still so satisfying when it happened yes. and i i commend everyone involved for doing all that thing one thing that was not expected that they subverted me was when cap got into the elevator with all the hydra people <laughs> i was expecting another elevator fight and then instead they turned it around and he got to so say hail hydra let's yeah let's actually talk about this a little bit because I I have waffled back and forward on this so many times. Mm-hmm. Initial viewing, I thought it was clever. Thinking about it a little more, it made it made me a little uncomfortable that they were hearkening back to kind of kind of a call to that comic run. Yes, 
Then I came around to, oh, it's just a big F you to that comic run. I think that it is an F you to that comic run because there is nothing about the MCU cap that suggests yeah. that that's okay. Plus him coming out of the elevator, he has a little smirk on his face. Yes, he does. And it was like, yeah, he got to like, you know, yeah, Hydra took over and he got to use that knowledge and yep. get and win. And I... I thought it was great. I it was just like a cool subversion of the trope because we were everyone was expecting the elevator thing and instead we got Hill Hydra and everyone was like, "Oh, that's even better." <laughs> I was so glad they didn't do another elevator fight. Yeah. Because I want the one to stay iconic. Yeah. Like it's so good and yeah. I don't like I think doing another one would be cheap. Yeah. Like that would be the ultimate pandering. Right. <laughs> and I think just like I think so much of this movie was like pandering but so much of it worked like when when so when steve well was it pandering or just giving expected beats well for example the the part when steve straps the shield back on or tightens the shield faces the entirety of thanos's army all by himself like I was expecting him to say, I can do this all day. Like that's, (laughs) I mean, like that would have been the thing for Steve Rogers to say in that very moment. Instead, we got another callback of Sam saying on your left. And it was the most satisfying thing ever. Can we, can we come back to this in just a little bit? Mm -hmm. Because I want to talk about Mjolnir. Oh, we can talk about it now. Let's talk about that right now. (laughs) How... God damn <laughs> amazing think, was that. I mean, it, it's it's great on so many levels. Like, meow, top meow. layer, yeah. Steve is wielding Mjolnir and just beating Thanos' ass with it. Yup. That was great. And then there's the little tear below that where Thor is so damn happy. Yep. <laughs> well, like, this is one of the things. And this is why I really, really love that. So Steve has gone on his own personal journey of like whether or not he's worthy because he couldn't pick it up initially. He could scooch it. So, but I think it was all internal is he didn't think that he was worthy. I've seen something. I've seen some interesting theories on that where people posit that he could have picked it up, but didn't because he didn't want to steal Thor's thunder as it was. And that's why (laughs) Thor, that elicits this happy I knew it reaction from Thor. I feel like it's, I mean, like, that's not a bad theory. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do feel like we've seen Steve go through this very personal journey in which he's lost every, like he's lost the things that identified him as Captain America. He has finally reclaimed it again in this film. And he got a shield back. Yeah. But, but it's, it's not just like, he's got Bucky back too. Mm -hmm. Like there's a whole lot that he has. back on the team again. Yeah. That has been restored to him. He's leader of the team pretty much. And in those five years, he took a very different path. And, like, I think that one of the reasons why he had a support group was he was honoring Sam by doing yes. that. And, yes. And so I think he did a lot of honoring the people who weren't there while he was, well, during those five years. And he thought a lot. And he had a, a long journey. <laughs> and I think he came out of the end feeling like he was actually worthy. Yeah. And so he could he could pick up the hammer then. 
I think I like either of them. I think work, but I mean the the way the movies are presenting it, I'd say right. he couldn't before and he can now. And well, it's... the other thing is is the journey Thor has been on, mm-hmm. and Thor has been at the lowest of the lows. Yep, and he went and he got a little pep talk from his mom, and he got and he me was all there, starting to feel better, and he yes, he proved that he was still worthy. So he was okay with someone else being worthy too. Yeah, because he wouldn't have been okay. Right, exactly. He when would have he, been all like butthurt his, about yeah, it. Yeah, like his face when Steve budged it was like, oh crap, I'm yeah. not special. And now he's like, it doesn't matter. Like right. my friend is also special. Exactly. I'm happy for that. So like that's why, <laughs> like that's part of why it means, why it meant a lot to me yeah. was thinking about those two journeys together. Right. Like it, it that 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 reaction makes the scene. I think for me, like I mean, obviously, just like seeing the Olnir like move, and then it comes back, and you see it's with Steve, and not what you expect, right. and then like that was when I flailed the most. I was like, oh my god, Steve's not the and I know, like, and again, this is the point where not knowing anything about comics helps because people are like, oh, yeah, I've been waiting for that to happen. I'm like, I had no idea that was a thing. And I'm glad because I was so surprised. Okay. Now we can go back to my personal favorite mo- moment in the entire damn movie. Avengers Assemble. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I so- mean, we've been waiting for it for 11 years. Well, here's the thing. Right? <laughs> it had been so long. Um, I thought they were just never going to say it. I thought they were never going to say it, too. And then I didn't realize they hadn't. (laughs) No. I just assumed, I'm like, oh, they had to have. And then I realized, like, in the movie, I'm like, oh, shit, this is the first time they've ever said that. Yeah, they tease it. Yeah. And they don't, but they don't say it. And I'm so glad Steve got to say it. Me, too. Just the whole build up to that, the quiet, all is lost moment, and you hear, cap on your left yes and the first people that you see are Are the wakandans you see okoe shuri and t'challa first Uh and that that meant that that was so good i'm really glad that they were the first people that you saw and the the second time we saw the movie there was a guy on in the on the opposite side of the aisle who was super into the movie and when that part happened he was so happy he's like yeah But just Thanos, you're fucked now. Every everyone showing up and this massive scale. It's like in that moment, all twenty one movies just and, fall into place. And the thing yep, is, right there. That scene should have been ridiculous. It, it should have been stupid. It is, <laughs> it is stupid. ridiculous. And but they spent, I don't care. But they spent eleven years making it work and earning it. And so the stupid thing in a vacuum just works. And they give every character like their due. Like you hear Sam first, and then so you see Okoe, who who we know has been like coordinating stuff in Wakanda, and then I probably leading Wakanda, because if both Right. Black Panther and Shuri are gone, like that's their lineage there. So she's probably been like helping lead things. And then T'Challa and Shuri and they're just they just look so damn regal and like yes. they're ready to just come and like and then the whole Wakandan army and then the call T'Challa and response. starts doing the thing. Yes. And Ugh. then and then, you know, you see a Sam comes out with them, uh Groot, I'm assuming, comes out with them because they're all they were all in Wakanda and Wanda, 
And then you see everyone who was on Titan uh-huh. come back, and every character has their moment. Like Strange has got the Strange is the portal, and then you know Drax has got his thing, and Mantis is doing her thing, and Star Lord jumps out with the gun, and then Spider Man swings in, and everyone <laughs> cheered really loud for Spider Man <laughs> when he swung in. But and then you just see like even the people like like who weren't who weren't there in those two scenes like valkyrie comes in and then yes. hope comes in and then rescue comes in and you're like oh. i don't know how they got all these people together and i don't care this is amazing <laughs> but the line the line the delivery just yeah i have never heard a theater cheer as loud <laughs> right as when St- steve says avengers assemble yeah yeah it was it was it was really I don't I don't know if I will ever see a single line get that much of a payoff reaction <laughs> ever again. Like I mean and I think like despite the thing the the rightful problems that people have with this movie like I think that's why people are leaving this movie so like positive about it yes. because it's impossible to leave the movie and not think like holy crap that was a that last hour was just amazing like in the middle of the movie i was i was sort of thinking like i'm not sure if i like it that like it's good i definitely don't like it as much as infinity war and i'm not sure where it stands and then they got to the time heist and i'm like i'm really i'm enjoying this but still it's not what i expected i'm I'm enjoying got to the end and i'm like okay yeah (laughs) This is what I expected. I had an opposite reaction. Oh, really? Where, where like the beginning stuff that's all character. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, I'm really enjoying this. And then they got to the time heist, and I was like, did they make an Avengers movie for me? <laughs> like that's weird. <laughs> so I, I will say that um, I'm disappointed that they hyped up Carol so much and mm-hmm. didn't use her in the time heist when they were willing right? to use Ant Man. In the time heist. Well, you had to use Ant-Man. He came up with the idea. Hilarious as hell to have. But if you're going to use Ant-Man, I don't see why you couldn't put get Carol in one of those teams. It's one of those. Well, I mean, like for first, they only are gone a handful of seconds, a minute, something. You know, like a minute. Like they're not gone that long. So, like Carol's comment about there's other worlds. Yeah, she could have she could have spared an hour and a half out of her day for travel. Like, like that seems fine. Um, and I don't know why they didn't they didn't have her. The other thing though is I didn't understand why they picked people who were already there. Like, like I understand. Like some of the thought process of okay, well, these people will know exactly where to go. Yeah, I get that. That's so, the only thing I can think of is that they yeah. knew where to go. Well, and also like you did, you did have some occasions where you could play a switch. You could be like, yeah. okay, I know that I wasn't there, so if I can walk in, they'll hand me the thing. Yeah, you know. So like, I think that's what they that's what they had to be going for with Cap because they gave yes. him that uniform. Yeah, I assume that that's that's what they were doing. But it was one of those things that I kind of scratched my head for a minute, and yeah. and then I had to go, oh well, I guess they don't have time travel rules where like yeah. you can't see yourself. Or whatever. They don't. They they said I mean, that. I mean, they have a lot of time travel rules that are not yeah. like anything now, else. That ever. said, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> that li- said, I didn't like. That's how. They benched Carol for that. Yeah, but I don't think it is either. Given that they did bench her, I loved how they brought her back in. Uh, yes. I did appreciate that. That was 
awesome. Carol Danvers, very good at punching spaceships. <laughs> she really is excellent at it. Also, like, I, I, I've seen so many dumb people on the internet just hating on Captain Marvel and saying how, oh, her movie didn't do well, which A, is incorrect. Um, and mentioning like how all of the stories about her not getting along with people and how like Scarlett Johansson couldn't stand her and like stuff like that. And I'm like... Okay, I, 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 and I've never heard any of these rumors, so I don't understand where people are getting them from, except for like MRA guy number one. <laughs> but <laughs> who's but, your source? Yeah, but like seeing her come back and so like seamlessly go into the group and like fighting with them and mm-hmm. like you know she comes in and she is basically the only person who stops Thanos from snapping his fingers again right and he had to take the power stone out to punch her yes the- <laughs> uh, so people saying she didn't do anything I'm like that's incorrect she might not have done a l- as much as other people but her contribution was invaluable because they didn't all die again there really was one thing with carol that really bothered me and it's that she shows up and no one introduces her yeah like Like, they expected you to see the scene in captain marvel and just know but they didn't like like Tony doesn't know who she is. No, like none of these characters know who she is. We know you know that we all saw that, but at least you something narratively to the film. Like one line that's just, I'm Carol Danvers. I'm Captain Marvel. Yeah. (laughs) I did like, though, that there's that, that, the whole scene where she's like, all right, well, let's go get him. And... Rhodey's like, well, new girl, I know you've, you know, where have you been all this time? And he's like sort of antagonistic toward her, like understandably, because they've all been through hell. Right. And fought really hard. And you don't want to think like, oh, well, this person is just going to come in and fix all her problems. Well, where were you? But instead of her being antagonistic back to him, she like gives him a compliment by saying, I was, there's a lot of other planets out there and they don't have you. Yes, yeah. And I was like, see, I was, and then he was like, well, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> and like, they could have made it, like, had it turn into another superhero fight. And I'm really glad they didn't. And I think that shows, like, how she's going to fit in with them I appreciate going forward. Every time they don't have a superhero fight. I concur with the sentiment. Yes. Uh, Thanos got dusted, and I'm so freaking happy we got to see him die twice in the same movie because i hate that asshole gotta say low-key underrated uh positive of this film seeing thanos die twice i that is very true i hadn't thought about that but yes that that is a a great positive having thor cut off his head very very uh good to watch although it's also like what the hell? The movie's not even a third over with, yes. and you cut. What is what happens now? By the way, kudos to the Russo brothers for putting five and then making you wait like three seconds for years later to come up. Because when it said years, everyone in the theater was like, "What?" Just the inhale and gasp. Like in the years, theater. not months. Oh. Okay, we're doing this, I guess. Yeah, that was 
I, I give them a lot of credit for because they could have they could have done the same thing that The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi do, which is have your movies take place back to back. Mm. And not having that happen, I think, gives the story a lot more room to breathe and the characters a lot more room to grow. Yes. That's my only rant about that. And also for fandom, it gives you more room in between exactly. the movies. Yep. <laughs> okay. Theory. They are setting up Young Avengers. Uh, they better be. <laughs> Like that that's what I have oh, to say about so that. They that, better be. That was the main thing I thought about you was when Cassie opened the <laughs> when, door. I'm like, when Cassie's, Cassie's a, teenager. a teenager, I I basically leaned over and I was like, Young Avengers. Young Avengers. <laughs> I don't even know anything about it except for that Allie likes it. <laughs> Kate Bi- Katie Kate Bishop is the best. Yes, yeah, she's the best. And the Hawkeye show is going to feature Katie feature Kate. Kate. So like we've we've got Cassie, we've got Kate. If, uh, I, I just have to say, though, if I don't get a line in that show in which Jeremy Renner says, I'm great at boats, I will be very angry. Can we have a dog? That's all that I want. Do is, they have a dog? like that. I want a pizza dog. <laughs> I, I, I need it tonally to just be the fraction or, or like run. him and dumpsters. That, like, just like anything that is like just a little nudge at the fraction run would be great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so we've got two for sure, and, and they had Ty Simpkins in the back of that funeral scene. So I'm wondering yeah, if they might be know. doing something with him. I in don't that. know. Um, I am sort of convinced that Teddy is one of the Skrull children. <laughs> I mean, Captain Marvel. listen, Captain Marvel sets up the Skrull, so that totally I works. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like he could be one of the children. Sure, why not? Uh, and and I. I need them to pull Vision out of the timeline, <laughs> so that way we can have Billy and Tommy. Um, I mean, Wanda can use magic. Yet her her power set in the MCU is really ill-defined and does not seem to be nearly as powerful as she is in the comics. So I, I question whether or not she can do it. Can so we, you're saying she's we, not going to say no more mutants anytime I, soon. I mean, she's, the, we're more in... And uh, likely for her to say more mutants, please, <laughs> because that's yes, the only more, like, yes, more mutants. Like that's that's how we're gonna get the them back in can, uh, in canon. Can we go? Uh, can we go back and mention that uh, scene where Wanda goes up against Thanos, and that was really satisfying. That was really satisfying, and I was very glad. I really wanted her to rip him apart. I know. I'm glad that she got. She got a she got a moment to strike a blow. It was the moment when I was like, "I wish you had your other power set." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no more Thanos. Say that instead. Yeah, <laughs> that seems fine. Yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> I wish they had proper funerals for Vision and Nat. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we're having a funeral for Tony. Why can't you also have a funeral for Nat? That then? really bothered me in the like, moment. Then I saw people saying, "Well, the the point when they're all standing around the dock talking about her was her funeral." And I'm like, "Well, then that's no. a really shitty funeral." No, that was no. not a funeral. That was conveying man pain. That was men talking about their feelings. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I don't mean, see any I, reason why they couldn't have put a second wreath out. That's yeah. all they needed to do. She has no family. Yeah. All they needed to do was put a second wreath yeah, out. exactly. To visualize Natasha. Right. That's it. Yep. Like, I do understand why the people who were not snapped did not 
want eulogize vision i assume that they probably had already done that yeah but but like nat should have gotten a funeral right she should have she her and tony should have had funerals together they were both avengers that Uh, that was a thing that i thought about way after i had watched the film and then i was like wait a second so uh, it is one of those things that i think that when you're in the moment you don't you're not thinking about it because because tony has just died yes versus Natasha's well, and been then gone they, for a well, little and while. And then they now. have Clint and Wanda talk about it. And then I'm kind of like, oh, oh, cool. You remember that she still exists, that she existed. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it w- it's, it's just one of those frustrating deaths because, like, like, the one with Gamora, like, it reverberates throughout the whole movie. Um, yes. The, and with this one, it really didn't matter if she died or not as long as they got the soul stone and they could have written their way around it. If Clint had died, it would have been the same effect on on the movie because also, they would have had oh, the soul stone. Yeah, I agree. There there's not like you could have subbed her out it's with like, anybody else. It's, I, I it's like how it, often do these guys how often do these guys need someone to get Colson in order to galvanize them? Come on. Right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like in solo when Val dies and you're like, okay, well, how does this affect the plot? Let us never speak of it again. It doesn't right. at all. And it doesn't even affect the character. And that's the thing. Like, it doesn't even affect the characters going forward because they're immediately faced with fighting yeah. Thanos. I, I mean, like, I I have only seen it one, once. So it's the kind of thing that I would need to see it a second time. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they at least carried it with them. Yeah. At it, least at least more than your example of mm-hmm. solo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they definitely like they definitely talked about it and yeah. they mourned her, but like it was it was very much of like I felt like like his Infinity War, you've got the whole scene where the Guardians come in and they're like, Where's Gamora? Right. And then the whole like as infuriating it as it is, like Peter messing everything up yes. because of Gam- I mean it's still like he has a reaction <laughs> yes he has a very <laughs> strong her. reaction and I'm like oh you like Thor gets angry Bruce throws a bench and that's it yeah like I'm I, I, I like to think that all of the girls banding together was just like their their silent tribute to Natasha and she's not alone which is it would have been nice a great movie. if they you know said her name yeah at that moment yeah right but but i mean half of them didn't know <laughs> that it happened yeah, exactly. so that's why and that's the, that's the one thing i love to think of is like because peter has the whole thing where he's like mr stark oh my god and like he's like and dr strange is there and so he made these portals and then i'm trying to think of like what do they know about what is going on like they have to think that this is th- like this is the thanos like right or right. has Doctor Strange told them, yeah, so um, it's been five years. years have passed. <laughs> um, there's another Thanos here that we got to go f- defeat. We'll talk about everything else later. <laughs> so it's been five years. Good news. Thanos is dead. Bad, Bad news. news. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming like Doctor Strange knew everything. Right. Um did he fill everyone in beforehand? I'm no, I don't. I, I feel like he only had enough time to give roughly the instructions uh, to Tony the gave to Peter yeah. in Infinity War. Um, Alien stole a wizard's uh, <laughs> necklace. Uh, <laughs> yes. He's from space. He's trying to steal a necklace. 
But, oh, wizard. by the way, when those four guys showed up again, I muttered oh under my, my breath, oh, not these assholes again. I was so annoyed to see <laughs> particularly Mog. And yeah, I, I like, know. No. I mean, that's, that's, how you, already. that's how you know they're good villains is you're like, oh, God. Like, that's how I was with Thanos. Like, when I started, when I realized, like, oh, shh. That he was going to jump through time. Gonna I was know. like, no. I'm like, why? I hate you so much. I mean, Josh yeah, Brolin, Josh Brolin, you are very good <laughs> at what you do. Also, if you have not yet watched the Stephen Colbert segment in which... Uh, he reads Trump tweets as Thanos. Please go look that up. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's uh, um, also good. Yeah. Um, Anything else? I, I hope that on the Blu-ray, there's an extra in which, um, in which uh, Scott runs up to Lewis and is like, <laughs> Lewis, what the hell happened here? Yes. Yes. Bongos. Yes, I. Uh, yeah. I know. And then people started good. turning into dust, and I was like, "Oh, damn!" <laughs> <laughs> the part when you hear the van's horn was. Yes. I was like, "Oh, I wish Lewis was there." Do Do you see DC ever doing that with doing something like that with their film universe? No. I don't know. Just. And that's really the stunning thing about this because I thought that in I thought that Endgame would veer way more into the dark and serious. Yeah, I thought but it, it was mainta- be way more but serious. But it maintained its it maintained its lane in comic yeah. book silliness. This was way, way more comedy than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. And and I have to say, I think it's Marvel's strength. Yeah. yeah. They they like in all of their movies, I think, they are they are really good at balancing humor with yes. seriousness. So uh, like I was not expecting Infinity War to be as well, funny think, as it was. I think that's and why it, maybe the first two Thor movies, while I enjoyed, just didn't fit as well in is because they yes. didn't lean into their they didn't lean into their comic sources. And the much. part the parts when they did is the parts when I like when, yeah. when Thor when is it's on the most Earth is hilarious and like when the you know his sif and the warriors three come in and go found you like <laughs> yeah that's the <laughs> but hilarious then, then you have ragnarok which is says oh yeah thor's a comic book movie right well, i mean ragnarok's basically well, yeah. a comedy um but and it's one of the best films yeah. but it's also really serious it's it's it tackles yeah. really serious topics i think about it and i'm like like it's the movie that i rewatch when i'm like I'm feeling sad. I want to watch something funny. Oh, I will yeah. watch Ragnarok. And then I'm like, and Thor loses his eye and his, and you know, his hammer is destroyed and his planet is, a, wait, why am I watching this yeah. movie? And then, why have I laughed so much? This is really sad. Asgard is, Asgard is not a place. It's a people. And then you destroy that people. Screw you, Thanos. The foundations are <laughs> well, still. Some of them went away. Like some yes. of them got yes. The foundations are still firm. It can be rebuilt. It can be a home for all. Oh no, no! Foundations are gone. Those foundations are gone. By the way, when Korg and Meek showed up in Endgame, I was so happy. I was so happy to see Korg. Yes, <laughs> and I I love that they are playing Fortnite together. Right? <laughs> what else would they do together? Uh, and apparently, drink beer and eat and play Fortnite. Right. That sounds perfect. Any last thoughts on Endgame? The Black Panther has come into our room to tell us we have to feed her. Hi, Maz. <laughs> um, Actually, though, I wish that there had been more Black Panther in the movie. I do. <laughs> um, I'm really... I 
it's really made me look forward to what's coming up next. And like, it's it was really nice to say goodbye to these characters we've been following for so uh-huh. long. And like, they did, like, they just they did the picture perfect job of setting up a slate of heroes introducing new ones as the time calls for it and then so now that the old heroes can like go away or retire or not be in focus the new guys can come in and no one's gonna be like falcon like no one knows falcon these are all new guys i don't care about them no we know that's why everyone was like you know people plotted when sam got to be cap it is is so crazy that these 21 films really were built on the Marvel B list when it started. <laughs> right? Like it, it's it it's crazy to look back at now and some people might not believe it but Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, these are the these were the B list characters. B list. Espe- like especially around the time when it was started coming mm-hmm. out. Uh, like I mean, Iron Man, you're doing a movie about Iron Man? X-Men was Marvel's bread and butter. Yeah. For decades. X-Men, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man. <laughs> that's that's that was the Marvel moneymaker. That's money maker. why there were so many like movies of those, because those were the things that were yep. making and the money. Because Marvel Studios didn't have the license for them. Yes. We went with these B-tier characters and holy crap, it worked. Well they they and- and now going into phase four, we're using the C list. <laughs> they spent so much time developing it. And now, like, uh, the Avengers office is much bigger than the yeah. X office, which is still, like, kind of a what? I Like, I'm I'm an 80s X-Men fan, so I don't understand this. Yeah, there, there, are, com- <laughs> there are comic readers of a certain time that th- there's some... There's some discordance right, there. Right, yeah. But but it makes total sense now. Like, I went into all of these movies being like, yeah, I know who these characters are, except for the Guardians. Um, and, and just, like, I didn't really know them, though. I knew them because they had crossed over with Spider-Man. Yeah. Or they'd crossed over with X-Men. And so I also knew these really biased versions of them. And, and like, Steve Rogers, I love now. And that is not a thing that I would have ever thought that I would say. Oh, and these movies have made the comics better because yes. a lot of the characterization from the movies have bled into the comics. Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury. Like, that's the biggest one. Who gave a crap about Nick also, Fury? Also, like, Nick Fury had no lines in this movie. All he did was stand in the background <laughs> at Tony's funeral and, like, it was like, oh, yay, you're back. Yeah, we missed you. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes up, especially with characters like T'Challa and Scarlet I mean, Witch and the, Sam. The, and Yes. The canvas that. is blank and the door is wide open. They've shown that they can make any character work. Yeah. Right. And also, like, th- we don't, like, we don't think about this now because, like, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark and, like, the star of the MCU. But when they cast him, he was on a down, oh my God, he turn. was coming back. Yeah. Th- and, and, like, he, everyone was, like, was like, what are you doing? Robert Downey Jr., are you crazy? Like, yeah. he had, he had had, you know, substance abuse problems. In and, and out of like, prison. Yeah. And, like, you were like, oh, okay. And then, but he just, like, I, Tony is not my favorite character. Tony is probably, like, my least favorite Avenger. I, at times, have hated him. But, man, you cannot overstate the 
importance, importance. of RDJ. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. And that and playing that character, I mean, he I sold it. I don't think it's too far a stretch to say that the MCU doesn't work if they don't no. cast Robert Downey. Oh Danny yeah, Jr. I don't think I it mean, does. Really, I, it does not get off the ground. Really, that first those first three characters because even you know i love the first thor movie i know it's not a lot of people's favorites but like if you don't cast hemsworth evans or robert Downey jr or even tom hiddleston yeah you don't you don't get what we have yeah they're all all four of the those guys yeah. are just fantastic they are perfect for the roles mm-hmm. and um and they've and they've really continued that like yes. whoever does their casting is just i, I i'm <laughs> hard-pressed to think of a whiff on casting yeah like i when brie larson was announced i was kind of like oh, really? okay brie brie she larson. Was i was like sure oscar I nominated sure she was good in that one movie but yeah but i wasn't really like sold on that but no she's fantastic yeah she's she, a great carol danvers she does yeah I, she's the perfect Carol Danvers. I mean, if yes, we're talking about yeah. the Kelly Sue onward. Yeah, yeah. Carol Danvers. And like, you know, like Chadwick Boseman just did such a good job yes. as T'Challa. And like the only thing I'd ever seen him in before was playing Jackie Robinson, which is a completely different, <laughs> That's a very different role. Thing. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Tom Hall- Holland had me sold when I saw him do Umbrella. And I was like, <laughs> yes. that is Spider-Man right there. <laughs> yeah. So this technically is not the end of Phase 3 yet. Spider-Man right. Far From Home, uh, according yep. to Kevin Feige, is the end. Yeah. And I'm interested in that because it, it feels like they're doing, they're using it as kind of a coda. I'm assuming it's going to be kind of a kind of a coda or like the denouement or, yeah. you know, like it's, it's going to let us have like a more sort of like emotionally resonant time to kind of yeah. like relax into it. Um, I am interested because I think that there are changes to the timeline. I'm interested in seeing if this movie will firm up some of what's changed um, because like it seems Bucky knew. <laughs> so yeah, so like I kind of wonder if if there are changes to the timeline that will get yeah. somewhat addressed or beginning to be addressed. Yeah, and just the whole like what has happened to the world now right that, now that. Three billion, three and a half billion people are back, and like, after I'm, not being there for five years, and perhaps the resources have adjusted, yeah, and there's I'm, maybe a food shortage. I want to. Thanos is right. I want to. I want to see how right? this messes with Peter and Ned's heads. Yeah. Yes. By the way, like it, people were like, "Well, wh- how did Ned not age?" And I'm like, he "Because he also to. got snapped. He had to have been snapped. That's not hard, you yeah, guys." But, but I am <laughs> thinking. Because, like, I then started thinking a lot about, like, okay, but, like, half of your class yeah, probably got exactly. Snapped. So they're now five years older than you, and they're no longer going to graduate high school with you. And I was like, this is – and the, not only that, but the kids who were in middle school are now in your class? What? Yeah. That's – and, like, I think about, like, people who moved on – and then right. their loved ones they got come married, back, and you're they, like, they, oh, well, or the shit. older people. Oh my who died. god, it's Castaway on a massive yes, scale. Yes, really is. Listen, Castaway hurts my heart <laughs> on a very visceral level, and there is like there is a reason why that music during Tony's funeral is Castaway. <laughs> yeah, like. I was like listening to the soundtrack and I'm like, this sounds like Castaway. Oh, right. Alan Silvestri. <laughs> <laughs> you did the same. Yeah. The, there's a there's a lot that will be addressed, I think, 
or or mm-hmm. that at least has to kind of be addressed or they just won't address it and we'll all go yeah. why i want to know this yeah uh, you may think it's trivial but it's very important to me <laughs> also if you have not listened to the uh soundtrack yet um there's a lot of recycled music in it from infinity war mm-hmm. but uh the track portals is like amazing <laughs> that might be the single best track in the MCU. Yeah, it's like I just listen to it and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and I want to just play the Avengers theme whenever I do like dishes. Like, like I haven't been buying the soundtracks and like I've been very, I just have them. I've Spotify. been very spotty with like what I what movies I buy and right now I'm like I should buy everything. <laughs> yeah, I just have them on Spotify. It's cool. So yeah, I, I can't think of anything else I want to say. I mean, we've gone for an hour and 12 minutes, so. That seems like a mini episode. Uh, yeah. That was a, <laughs> I was planning on going 30 today, so yay. <laughs> so I think we've exhausted all of our thoughts on Endgame. Yes. I think so. Let's well, I mean, see it again. I probably have a lot more thoughts about time travel, but. <laughs> That'll be for another dedicated time travel show. I will say, though, I had to go pee during it. We all did. We all did. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and wrap up there. This uh, special episode of TSR has been brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers. That's patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Get in at the $1 level and join our Patreon-exclusive Slack team. Uh, you know where to find us. TashiStation.net. Uh, Tashi Station is the Twitter handle. Nancy is Nancy Pants. Nancy with an I. I'm Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-R-E-E. Do you want to plug yours? Yes, I do. Thanks. I'm Allie Martin. I'm uh, on Twitter as SelfWinding. Uh, and you can also find me as AllieMartin.com, uh, where I also have a Patreon. I do writing stuff. Excellent. I subscribe to it. <laughs> Writers out there, it's well worth the subscribe. Yeah, writing and editing. Excellent. All right. We'll catch you all pretty soon as we start our uh, celebration recaps, which will actually be many episodes. Yes, because there's not as much. We don't know anything about episode nine, really. <laughs> nope. All right. So long. Bye. Bye. TSR is brought to you by you, our Patreon subscribers. Visit patreon.com slash Tashi Station to help us keep the lights on and to get access to our Patreon-exclusive Slack team.